your wonderful, wonderful wonders. Sing out in chorus to testify. All your created things are waiting to join us. We love and lift you high. Praise Him in the heights, the birds and the breezes. With each new morning's light, they rise and agree. God is one All of your wonderful, wonderful wonders Sing out in chorus to testify All your created things are waiting to join us We love and lift you high Praise Him in the deep, the waves and the waters, the secrets of the sea lie open to Him, God is one. Wonderful wonders Sing out in chorus to testify All your created things Are waiting to join us We love and lift you high Praise Him on the plains The mountains and valleys let every living thing give glory and thanks God is one all of your wonderful wonderful wonders sing out in chorus to testify all your created things are waiting to join us we love and lift you high oh we are not alone when we adore you the heavens and the earth are singing for from you are all things, and to you are all things. Behold the everlasting King of kings. Oh, we are not alone when we adore you. The heavens and the earth are singing for you. From you are all things, and to you are all things. Behold the everlasting King of kings. No, we are not alone when we adore you. 
the heavens and the earth are singing for you. From you are all things, and to you are all things. Behold the everlasting King of kings. All of your wonderful, wonderful wonders. Sing out in chorus to testify. All your created things are waiting to join us. We love and lift you high All of your wonderful, wonderful wonders Sing out in chorus to testify All your created things are waiting to join us We love and lift you high 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 We love and lift you Thanks for listening, and stay tuned, because the story behind the song is next. Welcome to Blueprint Sounds. My name is Nathan Smith. Thanks for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about the story behind that song, All of Your Wonders. But before we do, I want to give you something. If you go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free guide, 25 Chart-Topping Arrangement Tricks. If you're a worship team or a worship leader who has a song that you've been working on that's okay, but you wish that it could be more interesting throughout the song, download this PDF. It gives you 25 great ideas on how to make your song more interesting and keep your audience's interest throughout the song. And then it gives you a couple of sentences about why that trick works. And then it gives you a song from the radio so that you can hear the trick in action. Again, go to blueprintsounds.com forward slash 25 tricks. All right, let's talk about the backstory of All of Your Wonders. So this song obviously is about creation, about creation giving glory to God. But really for me, it's about one verse that I had interpreted wrong for years. And after growing in my understanding of land and its connection to God, understood that I, I think we've been thinking about it wrong. So here it is. So if we go to the story of the triumphal entry in Luke, we see Jesus entering Jerusalem and everyone praising him and putting down the palm branches. And they say, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Keep going. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, teacher, rebuke your disciples. But Jesus answered, I tell you, if these become silent, the stones will cry out. So I've heard that passage for years. But a lot of times I hear people, when they use it in a song or something, they'll say, I won't let the rocks cry out in my place, or or, I won't let the rocks win. As if there's some sort of competition in that passage, like Jesus is saying, well, one of them is going to win. Either the people are going to win or the rocks are going to win. And I don't think that's true. So if you go back to the Old Testament and you think about what Abraham has promised by God, he says, I will make you a great nation, nations. But he says, I will also give you a promised land, 
right? There will be a place for your people and it belongs to them, right? And of course that happens after Jericho, all of the 12 tribes, except for Levi, have a place. They are given a portion of land. That was always God's intent for them. Well, God loves land. All you have to do is read Genesis to understand how much God loves what he made. And yet in our modern day, we're pretty disconnected to land. I mean, everything is covered in asphalt and concrete, and we spend more time with technology and virtual reality than we do with dirt, right? Unless you're a farmer or a gardener, like you don't spend a lot of time with your hands in the dirt communing with nature compared to communing with your cell phone. But let's look at the triumphal entry in another book because there's a really interesting passage there. So now we're in John and the Pharisees are complaining to each other about Jesus. And they say, so the Pharisees said to one another, you see that you are not doing any good. Look, the world has gone after him. Well, that word world isn't people. It's not nations. It's cosmos. The entire world, the cosmos, creation and everything in it has gone after Jesus is what they're saying. So without even meaning to, they are prophesying the expanse of Jesus's kingdom. I believe that when Jesus said to the Pharisees, if the people do not cry out, the rocks will, it wasn't a competition thing. He was saying, my kingdom extends over everything. I am the king coming into Jerusalem. But if the people don't cry out, the rocks have to, because that's the extent of my kingdom. I don't just rule over people. I rule over everything. And in fact, the Pharisees agree. They said the world, the cosmos has gone after him. And that really is Jesus's mission. At the end of all things, he doesn't present all the people that he saved to the father. He presents all of it the rocks, the trees, the land, the animals. He presents all creation to the Father and puts it under the lordship of the Father. And Paul also says that we're supposed to be a part of that. It says creation groans for the sons of God to be revealed. So creation is actually wishing that we, the people of God, would take our place ruling over creation because that's way better than Satan ruling over creation. So when you start thinking about worship in that way, Wow, worship is not just about evangelism. It's not just about people. It's about plants and animals and rocks and trees and all of the universe. And I think sometimes Christians get a little bit hesitant about that because, you know, the new age has done so much with, you know, hugging trees and crystals and energies and all that. Christians get a little bit leery and say, oh, that, that sounds, ooh, I don't, I don't know about that. And they forget that God created land. So that's why I wrote this song, because I really wanted to emphasize how much we collaborate with creation when we praise the Lord. It's not only us, it's everything. It's the rocks and the trees and the land. It all is supposed to give praise to God. And one of our jobs on the earth is not just to get other people saved, it's to redeem land. Because you can see in the Old Testament, land can be defiled by the sins of a nation, but it can also be redeemed by the righteousness of a generation. Isn't that cool? So that's why I wrote the song, is that our job as Christians on the earth is not only to get other people saved, yes, it absolutely is a factor, but it's also true that we're supposed to go around redeeming land and putting it under the lordship of Jesus, because that was our mandate from the beginning. That's what God told Adam and Eve to do. Reproduce, multiply, fill the youth, fill the earth, and subdue it. Not for evil, but for good. Anyway, that's the story behind the song, and I hope you enjoyed it.
If you need help with a worship song arrangement, go to blueprintsounds.com forward slash 25 tricks. Until next week, God bless and goodbye.